0: Hello, Coffee and Combo listeners. It's Liz Bullard, your host. Welcome, and I hope you're well. For those of you who are new to Coffee and Combos, this is my podcast where I talk with friends, leaders in the community. And just anyone who's really good at having great conversation about issues that are happening locally and globally. And this episode I am joined by Anissa Barrow, who is a blogger and influencer in the world of natural hair. She seeks to create a space where women can love themselves and learn and celebrate their natural kinks and coils. And while to some this might seem like a small issue... It's an issue that affects many women, especially women of color, in the world of employment or school. We've even seen cases where men have been discriminated against for wearing locks or their hair in a natural or ethnic style. Not only does Anissa share some awesome hair tips, but she also discussed with me the Crown Act, which has been passed by the House of Representatives at the federal level, and is currently in the hands of the Senate. Which means if you wanna see this bill passed for yourself, your loved ones, neighbors, and friends, reach out to your Senate legislator and encourage them to vote in favor of this bill, the Crown Act, so that we all can have a space where we can be who we are without fear of discrimination or retaliation. Thank you for listening and find Coffee and Combos on Facebook
1: and Instagram.
0: Again, thank you and welcome to Coffee and Combos. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. And so this is your first time being on a podcast. Yes, it is. So I hope it's a, a great experience. Um, I hope we don't have any technical difficulties and we don't scare you away from podcasts.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Um. So for those of you listening, I am joined by Anissa Barrow. Is that how you pronounce your last name?
1: It's Biro. It's the same. Biro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anissa Biro, And she is a blogger. She blogs about natural hair and... You can find her on Instagram as It's a Curl's World, correct? Yes. What made you choose that name?
1: Honestly, it just came to mind. I mean, I know that sounds really cheesy, but that's really what happened. It just came to mind randomly. And um, I was like, you know, It's a Girl's World. It's a Curl. Oh, look at that. It's a Curl's World.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so obviously today talking about that, we are going to be talking about natural hair. Mm -hmm. And we're going to jump in and talk about hair discrimination, what it's like to be a natural girl and having natural hair and like what that means, um, touching a little bit upon the crown act. And I would love for you to share some tips and tricks Mm -hmm. um, that you've learned along your journey. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So
1: in coffee and combo fashion, tell me, are you a coffee
0: person or a tea person?
1: I can't stand tea. I tried it, it's trendy, but I can't do it. So <laughs> I like coffee, but it has to be more cream than coffee. So, <laughs> so, what's your perfect cup? Probably, I'd say like a good half and half. Half cream. Really? Yeah, and a good half of cream, half coffee, and a ton of sugar for a I was just gonna...
0: <laughs> So, yeah. let me ask you. Does... So, because I believe you know, some... you could tell a lot. By a person by what they take you know their, their coffee or their tea <laughs> does that mean like you're a really like sweet light-hearted person kind of like on the softer side since you like a lot of sugar not coffee that's too bitter
1: yeah I guess I would say that um you know I love just being able to help people um anyway so yeah I guess that relates to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> and coffee is like all warm so I like it I like it
1: thank you you
0: so, listen you st- listen when you meet someone you're like huh? Oh, I'm like okay how do you take your coffee how do you take right. your tea and you'll be able to tell like okay do I like this person do I stay away okay <laughs> <laughs> and for all of you who don't relate to your coffee I apologize but there's some truth there <laughs> So, in thinking about um, this movement of natural hair, um, tell me about your hair journey. How has that been? Have you always been a, a woman who has had natural hair? How did this kind of start for you?
1: Um, yeah, no, I definitely um, did not have natural hair in my whole life. <laughs> I wish I did. I really do. Um, but I didn't. I mean, I think my story matches a lot of others where, you know, you grew up not really um, having anyone to look up to with natural hair and mm-hmm. one around you who had it, period, to even know what it looked like. And the only thing I did have was straight hair around me. So that's what I thought was the standard of beauty. Um, when I was I begged my mom to death. I said, please, please straighten my hair permanently. Please. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's when I got my first relaxer. Um, and it wasn't until college when my mom wasn't there to relax my mm-hmm. hair. And I said, let me figure out what to do with this new growth that's growing on top. Because I really didn't know. (laughs) And um, YouTube helped me. YouTube really inspired me um, to attempt to embrace my natural hair. Mm. Yeah. The the, the YouTubers. (laughs) But back then, back in like 2011, there wasn't that many. It's not like now. Mm -hmm. Tons and tons back then. It was just a few so,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. I think natural hair has changed. Um, It seems like overnight, like, growing up, there were, there was, like, a handful of, like, natural hair products. Like, you go into, like, Stop and Shop or, like, Sally's, and it was just, like, small. <laughs> you you know, know what I mean? I
1: didn't know Sally's was a thing back then. <laughs> but you <laughs> know what I mean? Like, it was <laughs> That is yes, the pink lotion. Like, that was it. That was it. <laughs> That was it, That's and like it. the jam gel, just it was like crinkly yeah. hard curls. Style one that was brown, like yes, I it on my forehead and looked like it was, mm. <laughs> yes,
0: yes, or a jerry curl. That was it. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> right, so you had to wet that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was a mess. You know what I mean? It was, you know, so it was just like. By the time you did all that was like, listen, just straighten it, you know, have that little hot comb. Oh my goodness. I remember being a little girl and like the hot comb that would be like on the stove. They got to heat up. Oh my God. I hated it. Listen. Oh my gosh. Like mm -mm, I hated
1: it, hated it, hated it, hated it. So um, my hair was always just in (laughs) a puff. Yeah, no, I I couldn't. I had just the flat iron and the relax, like I said, the relaxers and the relaxers. I'd say the most traumatizing part was... Mm -hmm scout burns like the oh. serious serious scout burns and my mom would be like just sit under the fan let it cool down, it cool down the fan. <laughs> I would just be like please cool down please cool down because I'd only have it in for like 10-15 minutes and I was done yep but no you didn't leave it for 20-30 more minutes <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god mm-hmm. I remember the just for me here relaxers <laughs> <laughs> that did just nothing for me. Yes, <laughs> it did yes. nothing for me. <laughs> it made my Oh my gosh. Like
0: absolute Mhm. Mhm. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Um hair stories, let me tell you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, we have so many of the same experiences a lot of us, you know. So it's something to relate to kind of still, you know, something negative, but it's still something that we can relate to. So
0: Absolutely and and Kind of jumping ahead, it's interesting to think about the experiences and how much goes into um, women's hair, but specifically mm-hmm. um, natural hair and the kinks right. and coils of it. Because mm-hmm. if you are trying to be just like straight hair, mm-hmm. it requires a lot of taming. If you right. want to let your your coils and your curls shine. I mean the, the the products can be expensive, the time that goes into mm-hmm. twisting and stuff like that, and it's interesting in thinking about how people do not understand what goes into quote unquote natural hair and for the context of this, natural hair means um not only like your out natural curls but mm-hmm. also locks also braids, things that are ethnically natural Mm -hmm. or um, associated with um, people of color who are black or brown or other Mm -hmm. ethnicities.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Have you ever experienced um, discrimination or people just not understanding what goes into your whole hair?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, especially living in the South, in um, the town I currently live in, thanks to my husband, so he's in the room, it's okay. <laughs> um, no, this town is Trump country. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. So, um, you know, there's very few of us naturals out there, um, mm-hmm. people of color. Period. So, because of that, there are a lot of people who will give you stares and give you looks and you know it's not positive you know mm. you can sense when it is, but a lot of times it's not and um you know I've gotten comments before um one most recently um from someone who I work with that was like, you know why is your hair so puffy and so f- mm. it just looks like a big puff I don't know what you did with it today and this and that and in my head I'm like like I just styled my hair like what do you, what do you mean like like you and and that's when you know they just don't understand at all. They don't understand our hair. They assume it's unruly. You know, people who mm-hmm. this assume it's unruly. It's unkept. Um, mm-hmm. And and they just don't see it as, um, you know, being professional in any way. You know, and it looks kind of like bed hair. That, that's what I should say. It, mm. Think of it as bed hair. <laughs> you just woke up, didn't do anything, and walked out the house, and you were okay with it for whatever reason.
0: Mm. <laughs> I think that's a really good, um, summation of mm-hmm. it thinking of pe- some people referring or thinking of it as bed hair, right. Or even like dirty, Oh yeah. So you know, even, so as I was pre- preparing for this, I was looking for information on, um, the crown act. Mm-hmm. And, um, for those of you listening who might not have heard of it, long story short, it is a act that seeks to prevent. Um, people from being discriminated based mm-hmm. on their natural hair. And in Connecticut has um wa- has jumped on to to kind of like co-sponsor mm-hmm. um and kind of create bills similar. There's been also a couple of other states that have kind of endorsed this bill as well. Mm-hmm. And in looking at an article and this article was from October 9th, 2020. So like than yeah, the last month. Yeah. Right. So, and some of the comments were about not understanding why this needed to be made and mm-hmm. not because some people were feeling like, okay, we shouldn't discriminate against people because of their hair, but right. some didn't understand because, um, and I'm going to pull it up because I had screenshot some of the comments because they were very you interesting. I think. I think so. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, as far as I'm like, really? Cuz
1: yeah. <laughs> people really don't understand.
0: They don't. They really don't. And so like this one says, uh, you know, you have the right to grow your hair. However, uh the, the owner has the right to have a certain look for his business. Mm-hmm. Um and whose right is more important is the real question. Hmm. <laughs> I
1: know. I, I'm sorry. I, I I really wish I would have a boss that would tell me I can't come to work at all unless I were to change my hair. Like, mm-hmm. like give me that ultimate. Like, I really wish they would because I'd be leaving with my last paper. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, yes. I mean, it's an option. You know what I mean? I mean, because it's it, it, I mean, it's insane and it really does happen. People don't realize that this is a real thing that really happens. Um, and I guess people assume that you're just showing up to work, you know, with your hair completely like matted with um, trash in it or, you know what I mean? Looking like you just came out of a dumpster. And it's like, no, I you can come to work, hair freshly washed, just exactly how it looks, you know, um, perfectly styled in your head. I mean, in your mind is perfectly styled and they see it and it's not good enough. It's not good enough for them. Mm, I like
0: that not good enough because <laughs> in looking at some of the comments, that's pretty much what it was because they were like well people need to be clean and no one's not saying that your hair like everyone agrees like no one no matter what ethnicity
1: you are no one wants to be around dirty hair like that is not anything else it has <laughs> an odor you know what i mean it's not it's not clean you know and and you're not taking care of it. of course, you're gonna have an odor but that's not what we're talking about like you said
0: right like we don't want people walking around with lights like that mm-hmm. is not what this is protecting not this is right not about right like that's a hygiene sure. yeah <laughs> um even some of the comments went about safety well, like if your hair is in the way can get caught in machi- machinery what and, and people are People are like, well, that's a safety issue.
1: That's not like, it's not the same not, issue. And you would already have the common sense to not have your hair because that would be the same if your hair was straight. You know what I mean? If it was straight or if it was curly or coily. Absolutely. Or See, that? that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. But I think it goes back to your initial comment mm-hmm. about when your coworker had said your hair was puffy. Yeah. And like sometimes has like a natural who I hate when my hair is puffy, like the humidity, because I mm-hmm. like my curls. I like seeing those. And then when people are like, oh, it's puffy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes it's like I put a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> and you just you said know, it's puffy.
1: <laughs> people use because I've had my hair called puffy in a positive way. Well, they thought it was a positive way. Um, and they just meant it as big. Like, oh, your hair yeah. is puffy. Like it's big. And they meant it in a positive way, even though, you know, they just use a term that. When I use it for myself, I refer to it in a negative way. I um, mm. have people who, like I said, like my coworker, who call my hair puffy and a frizzball, mm-hmm. um, and even mm. said um, it's looking like a fro. And so when people yeah, that's what I'm like, well, what's wrong with a fro? What's wrong with that? Why is that a bad thing? Why does that make you uncomfortable enough to where you have to confront me about it um, and say something negative about my appearance?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And there was another article talking in regards to um, a lawyer and how she had wore her hair in a fro style, Mm -hmm. and she was told it was unprofessional. Right. (laughs) You know, and... That is an appropriate style for someone who's a natural girl who, you know, sometimes you just want to blow it out and just wear it in a fro and just have it be in its natural form. Right. And how deflating it is to have someone use that term fro in a negative term.
1: Right. Yeah, you're, you're completely right.
0: Why do you think natural hair concerns people?
1: And what I mean I is, yes, mm-hmm. um, I'd say like with anything, mm-hmm. um, when people don't know about mm-hmm. something, they're not around it enough, it makes them uncomfortable because they don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know how to perceive it. They don't know if they should per- perceive it as something that's positive. They should perceive it as something that's negative. They just know it's not something they're used to seeing. And because mm-hmm. of that, it's probably not okay like mm-hmm. it's probably not okay and um and i think it just also has to go with stereotypes too mm-hmm. a lot of stereotypes involved like when you were talking about dirty um mm-hmm. i've heard a lot of people say like for instance locks those are dirty mm-hmm. because they they can't wash them they it just mm-hmm. tangles up for for years and years. you know what i mean mm-hmm. they don't know about it then oh of course you wash them mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it, and it can be hygienic. I mean, that has nothing to do with it, but they don't mm-hmm. And when people don't know things, um, it just, I guess it, it doesn't scare them, but it makes them uncomfortable.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because again, in looking at the comments in regards mm-hmm. to the, the Crown Act, mm-hmm. it really seemed as if there was this lack of knowledge,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, whether them not being open to receiving or be exposed or, you know, just being Mm closed-minded. And I think that's a lot of the problem, like you mentioned, you know, not being used to, not seeing people in settings, whether it be like as a lawyer, as a banker, as whatever, and seeing people perform their job professionally, but not looking
1: like what is
0: quote-unquote typical. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. You know, it is sad. And honestly, what would alleviate a lot of that is just asking questions, but like the right questions. Mm. Um, I mean, you can ask the wrong questions and that'd be a problem. <laughs> but you know, let's the- explore that for a little
0: bit. Like, what would you say are some of the right and wrong questions to ask um, a person
1: about their hair? Well, speaking from personal experience, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, if you go up, <clears throat> Excuse me, um, to someone who has natural hair, and you know, like I said, it's something you're not used to seeing, um, and you want to touch it, you know, let's say, and be like, "Oh, is that real?, mm. or is that a wig or is that weed <laughs> like, you automatically go straight to that, you know you, you automatically assume that you can't have real hair, yeah, because you're black, you know mm. um, you assume that. That's wrong. That's common sense. It's wrong. Common sense to me, common sense to anybody who mm. has common sense, but it's not common. You know that. Um, you know, or asking, um, you know, does it feel nappy? Does it, feel, does it feel like a real open? You know what I mean? Like questions like that that are insulting is mm-hmm. not good. asking curious questions like, um, what products do you use mm. to maintain your hair? I would say that's a positive but you know that that's not bad you know um you know how, how long did it take to grow your hair I mean you know just common things like that it, it's not that hard people trying to make it seem like it's really hard <laughs> you know
0: what it is it's hair care questions you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. when I listen to you like people if you're curious about like the hair care like how mm-hmm. do you care for that because right like you if you have typically uh, typical white straight hair, you don't know how to style, you know, someone else's hair, right? So asking those style hair care questions, mm-hmm. I think are a safe way to build that relationship with yeah. asking some of those other questions, like, well what's the difference between, you know, the type of hair texture or mm-hmm. is it okay to call it
1: nappy? You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. jump there, right? Like don't just walk on to someone and jump there. <laughs> it's okay. If I say your hair is nappy, or is that bad, like <laughs> what does that mean to? You? you know like no, that's no, it's not okay, <laughs> right, That's not a safe first question, right exactly, um, and like for me, I've had especially being on social media, um I have had you know a lot of white women with pinstripe hair reach out to me and message me because they have mixed children, and so because of that, you know they're wanting to learn how to care for their child's hair properly. Um, so that way it can be healthy. And I appreciate that. And, you know, I can tell that they kind of walk on eggshells with certain questions because they don't want to be offensive, but they also, um, you know, they want to find out certain answers, you know, and in those cases, especially when I can see that you're coming from a genuine place, um, I'm not going to jump the gun and assume that you're trying to insult me or be offensive or be racist or prejudiced about something. You know what I mean? I'm not going to think in that way you know, you, you can Absolutely. tell when, when, who Absolutely. you're, you can tell. you can get a sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's talk about that a little bit
0: more as well as, you know, mixed families having children who have kinkier hair and they're trying to navigate that. What are some of the common questions or
1: common concerns that you see in that area? Um, One is usually talking about the curl type you know they're like you know what mm. um you know what what's her you know what's her or his curl type you know what do you think it looks like um does that matter and the truth is your hair type doesn't necessarily matter when it comes to products there's a lot more that goes into your hair that determines the products you use so you go into you know how dense is their hair you know what's the moisture mm. of their hair like you know you go into more details and i kind of I try to break it down in a simple way because, like I said, it's a whole new world for them. I mean, even if you're someone who has natural hair, it's still. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you how your hair is
0: responding today can be different tomorrow, how it responds in the winter. and the Oh, my gosh.
1: And another thing I stress, too, is that they're young right now. Their hair looks a certain way. But as they get older, their hair. Is- so if you're showing me a 2 year old picture and they have very loose curls, when they get older, their hair is probably going to get a little kinkier and that's okay there's nothing wrong that that's okay I try to stress that it's okay um you know for their hair to change it's okay if they don't have loose curls you know one thing I don't like um that sometimes is said is um you know they're like I think they have type 4 hair because their hair hair is frizzy yeah and I'm like type 4 hair is not frizzy like that that having frizzy hair or having dry hair that's another thing, having dry hair, having matted hair. Because people would describe type 4 hair or assume that someone has type 4 hair because their hair is just dry and matted and tangled and frizzy. That's just you need to take care of your hair. You need to find out. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you need to find the right <laughs> I mean, it's true. Um, And so that's something I'll break down for them, too. I'm like, type 4 has nothing to do with that. That's a whole other hair type. It's just a different curl pattern. That's all it is. just mm. a different curl pattern. And trust me, it doesn't look like that. And anybody's character can look like that if you don't take care of it but that, that's not what it looks like absolutely mm-hmm.
0: absolutely and kind of also talking about that in some of the com- there was a comment um in regards to cosmetology school mm-hmm. about the in, in within the um, crown act the comments mm-hmm. and they were talking about how in cosmetology school they did not talk about ethnic hair and how to style it And even today, they still don't have a lot of exposure and conversation Mm -hmm. around that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lost opportunity when we're talking about diversity and when we're talking about um, helping people understand Mm -hmm. the differences in between curl
1: type and being dirty. Exactly. Exactly. And it is kind of crazy when you think about it, that a lot of cosmetology, well, pretty much all cosmetology schools, I think um don't touch base on that. Like they don't get into natural hair care at all. Um especially with it being, you know, twenty twenty, you would think by now there'd be more about it besides just relaxing. That's it's it's really relaxing, is or texturizing, you know, mm-hmm. changing the texture. They learn how to change the texture, not how to deal with the texture. <laughs>
0: um, Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Because when you think about um people who might live in a predominantly white neighborhood or area who mm-hmm. want to have their hair or in a curly or a natural style,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: they probably have to travel a ways, whether to find certain products or to find a stylist. Mm-hmm. And how nice would it be yeah. to, you know, you want to go out with your girlfriends who might be a mixed crowd of girls and you go to the hair salon or to the spa. And like the only thing you can get done is straight. And it's like, well, can't we, you know, get a wash, a deep condition and wash and go, you know. Yeah. So it would be nice to have
1: more of that conversation within cosmetology schools. So there's exposure. Like I just drove last weekend to get my hair shaped. Um, two hours. Oh. <laughs> two hours to the hair <laughs> to go to this hair stylist, and that's after a lot of research because just mm-hmm. to find out someone can cut curly or coily hair. They're not all made equal. Oh my so. girl, that's a whole episode. Mm. <laughs> like- <laughs> I mean, for real, because like. You know, they they might go through the certification, which um, would be like the because now they have different ones. At first, it was just like diva cut. Mm-hmm. Like, um, now they have like the Rizzo cut and the bad the mm-hmm. cut, and I don't know. <laughs> so there's different options, which is nice. But um, but yeah, you know, you have to find the right person who can um, deal with your texture and has proof of dealing with your texture. You know, so I go through their page. You know, look to see if they've done anything like my hair. Um, and it's worth the drive for me because if I go elsewhere, like super cuts, I've had bad experiences. <laughs> A few bad experiences, places like that. It, it's not no. Just just find someone who can do your hair. <laughs> just find
0: it. <laughs> right, because like our hair is different, and it like is. some people <laughs> would think that means like bad, but that doesn't mean bad. Like our hair is different. Mm-hmm. It requires different hair. It requires mm-hmm. different skill set, mm-hmm. and I think and make normalizing that conversation right um helps people to become more familiar because it's like mm-hmm. oh well i want you to be treated equal right well, equal right. means you equally know how to do my hair the same you know as exactly. to do someone else's hair yeah um and yeah. so <laughs> i mm-hmm, go ahead yes
1: no no it's, it's not hard it's not hard to learn you know, to just, mm-hmm. you know you just you have to learn and put in the effort to want to know how to do it
0: Mm, i love that learning and wanting and putting in yeah. the effort
1: yeah and if it's something you're passionate i mean if you're really passionate about being a cosmetologist and being a hairstylist you should want to know all textures because that mm-hmm. you a better hairstylist absolutely um, you get more money out of it especially absolutely. Doing our hair care i understand it's going to cost more than mm-hmm. you know cutting straight hair it takes more time you mm-hmm. know a haircut was a hundred dollars <laughs> more mm-hmm. mm-hmm. tip you know that's a lot mm-hmm. you can go like I said to some of these other salons to get a haircut you know it would be $20, 30 40 you know mm-hmm. um, but it would be nice to have like you said so many more options that are right down the street or just within the same town period yeah within the same county like, <laughs> within, <laughs> like within my county like I had to drive like three yeah. counties to find, <laughs> find this
0: place Absolutely, like absolutely, mm-hmm. because it's such an experience going, and you know you're there for hours, and you know it's a night, you know it's a, like a sisterhood. Like you're there, you're chatting it up, um, you're sharing stories, and it would be nice to again have that experience within your town or right even like you talked about with with people who are raising children who are are mixed and, you know, you want to go and have like a mother daughter day and go Mm -hmm. to the same salon. And it's not to say that one or the other can't do it, but you would love to have a familiar atmosphere or or, not familiar, but like to go to say the supercuts and you both go together Mm -hmm. and know that both are going to have equally great hair when we leave. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and it'd be nice, like you said, just to have that experience, you know, just to feel included. I think that's the biggest being able to feel included. You know, the moment when, you know, we can go to so many other places um, and receive that treatment that really a lot of other people are able to receive, I mm-hmm. think that's the moment where, you know, you will see change. You will mm. see other people, you know, giving, um, Such negative remarks regarding natural hair, you know, you're going to see less people frowning upon it or thinking of it as being unprofessional. Mm -hmm. You're going to see more people rock it. You're going to see more people wearing it. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people probably don't because they don't have the options around them. They don't have anyone around them to help them in person. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But that can only do so much for some people. Absolutely.
0: And even just the self-care of just wanting someone else to do it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I just think that we are on the right path, mm-hmm. but we still have work to do as a as a society to make it more normal for, mm-hmm. for people of color to rock their natural hair.
1: Yeah.
0: What about, so like, and I have to look this up for my own place of employment, but what about like, um, head wraps? Because head wraps are also kind mm-hmm. of that cultural part of you know being you know whether it's a African American or a person of color you know ha- you know having your hair in a ha- hair wrap <laughs> whether it's a rainy day or you didn't want to do it right. and they can be really stylized really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think more conversation should be had around wearing head wraps in a place of employment and around being
1: professional? I do because a lot of places represent that as like wearing a hat
0: you know
1: yeah they see as like you're wearing a hat um Mm -hmm. or wearing like pajama attire you know (laughs) those are things I've seen online you know people's remarks about it um so yeah I do feel like that's something that people should touch upon because really it's just another form of protective styling you know because that's another Mm -hmm. way to protect your hair from the elements you know if it's really cold outside and your hair gets drier it's good to wrap your hair up if you don't feel like you know, doing box braids or feel like doing twist-out, mm-hmm. you know, that's something right there you can do. Um, so yeah, understanding that that's just another way to style your hair. Um, I think some people need to know. Also, and you I'll- know what?
0: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, sorry.
1: No, I was going to say too, um, but also realizing that you have to be careful too with the kind of head wraps that you wear, you know, because some people might wear a head wrap that you know, represents a whole nother culture and stuff, and then you get into that too. So I guess you have to, um, you know, just do your research and, you know, know, you know, what you're doing, what you're partaking in is what I should say.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for some people who are, might be confused about head wraps, it, I would say it's similar to if a person was wearing a headband, it just Mm -hmm. covers more of your head, but it is a way to style and keep your hair back or to put it up, um, And so it should be one of those things that are are included. And I hope that we get there one day to, again, be more inclusive to the diversity Mm -hmm. um, that is ethnic care.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing I like, um, you know, with where I work now, our preschool teacher um, in the daycare I work at, um, it's owned by a black woman. Most of the staff is black. And so for the first time, I don't feel uncomfortable. I don't mm. like when I want to wear box braids for a few weeks just to give my hair a break. It was nice. I didn't have to explain what this was. <laughs> but I was wearing, no, I didn't grow my hair overnight to look like this. No, I don't take them out and put them back in every day. Like, it sounds yup. Ask these things. I'm sure you find yep. something similar. Yep. And so it's just so nice. Like, the work environment I'm in right now, if I want to show up in a head wrap, I could. I have mm-hmm. workers that do the same thing. You know what I mean? So it's just nice to have that. Um Obviously, that's not a common thing everywhere. You know, not everyone's really mm-hmm. able to have that. Um So like you said, you know, if people were able to feel the same way that I feel right now where they can walk into work and they don't have to second guess or feel afraid to step in that door because they don't know what awaits them, what comments await them. Mm. or will just be happy in their work environment, period, you know, who deal with these things.
0: Absolutely. And absolutely. And I think that ties in great to why this is an important topic Mm -hmm. is, you know, people want to go to work and and feel free Mm -hmm. and people don't want to go to work and feel like, oh my God, is this okay? Is my Mm -hmm. hair okay? You know, and, you know, there was a comment in regards to, wouldn't it be nice to go to a job interview? Mm-hmm. And not have to and only worry about the questions they were asking right. and not what are they going to say about my hair? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. And that that is so, so, so true, because I've had those job interviews where. You know, I'm just standing there. and I'm standing in the mirror, and I'm like, okay, should I just do like a slick back bone, like a slick back low like bun, not a high bun because that that's too big. Um, mm-hmm. or should I like braid like a front piece back, so that way it looks. Mm-hmm. Better? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, why am I doing that? Like, why? If, why am I stressing so much about something so simple?
0: Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And like you mentioned about your place of employment, which is more inclusive, I think that if work environments were more inclusive mm-hmm. people of color would take more hair risk because mm-hmm. our hair is is beautiful it's versatile there's so many different things that we can mm-hmm. do and I love you know like we touched upon you're seeing so many things on YouTube about how to style it on Pinterest you know there's so many more products out about how you can style and care for mm-hmm. your hair our hair is like healthier mm-hmm. um even like in looking at um I was watching girlfriends and looking at Tracy Ellis Ross or curls right. then versus her curls now. And I'm just like, Oh, there's so much more, you know, texturized and, you know, there's so much more, um, fuller and just seeing the hair journey that has happened over these couple of years is, it's beautiful. And I'm interested to see where um, we go as a society.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, even now I can admit you do see more, um, Natural hair woman in movies or in TV shows or mm-hmm. all working especially like on Dove commercials and whatnot and mm. also, you know, like, <laughs> like my husband uh my husband is white so a lot of this is new to him too <laughs> but no, <laughs> on the night before our wedding he made sure even though he was drunk he made sure he was like you got your satin bonnet how the- oh he's a keeper he's <laughs> You got, your, you got your um, your Eden Body Works, this and that. I mean, I'm saying he, <laughs> he knew, but like he'll get excited for me, like like hey, 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 look, look, I'm a to Look at that girl right there; she got hair just <laughs> you know, right yeah. um. And I just think you know, it's cool, it's cool because I know he's not the only person to see things like that. I mean, there are, I'm sure there's other people out there in the world, you know, who are seeing that, and um, you know, it's exciting to them or it's opening a new. You know, door for them of other things that are out there with hair, you know, Mm. or you're seeing curly hair advertised, it's not so strange anymore. It's not so weird. It's not so shocking. It's like, okay, so what? (laughs) And I wanted to get to that point. So what? It's just another hand. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And how wonderful would it be to
0: be in a place that it would just be normal for you to wear your hair the way you wanted it to be? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Absolutely. It's kind of transitioning to our last segment. Mm-hmm. Tell me, so I was on your page. Oh God. And listen, <laughs> like it I like want to a- know about this aloe vera juice for your hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this aloe vera. No, aloe vera juice. I mean, I can't take all the credit because that's another thing that I just found through a rabbit hole of researching different things, because that's what happens on YouTube. You go on one video, another video, mm-hmm. and you're on like the weirdest parts of YouTube. <laughs> but um, but no, I saw something about aloe vera juice and how it's really hydrating to your hair, and I was like, oh, let me try that. Um, and I mean, it really is. I mean, aloe vera is primarily made up of water. You know, yeah, water is the main thing you need to hydrate your hair. Like when you're looking products like a leave-in or cream you want water to be the first one in that ingredient because you know it's going to hydrate your hair mm-hmm. um, you know so with aloe vera juice you know either i'll mix it with water or i'll use it on its own and i just noticed that it really penetrates my hair strands um and it makes it less dry and also my hair gets wet a lot quicker um definitely, i know it's kind of randomly but it gets wet a lot quicker than if i just use regular water i have to keep, constantly keep spraying and spraying. Um, and yeah. Because sometimes like it'll just kind of like sit there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll just like sit on top. Um, you know, like I said, it, I just have to like really drench it to get it wet. Mm-hmm. With aloe vera juice, it just soaks right in. Mm. Um I use it by itself now. I don't even mm. use the water like when I'm styling my hair. I'll section it, I'll just spray with aloe vera juice and then go into my products. Um and I just feel like it just helps my products absorb better. So I recommend mm. it to anyone. I mean, whether you have straight hair, or curly hair, or whatever, um, either way you still wet your hair you know mm-hmm. you know, so I absolutely think yeah beneficial um and it helps a lot too with um like your scalp you know like if you, mm. scalp, you know on your scalp you deal with dandruff it's helpful with that too with moisturizing it
0: absolutely and I remember looking on your page and listening and reading about the scalp care and that's an important I think that you know again we're talking a lot about hair but mm. your scalp is important it's mm-hmm. like how, and reading what you had uh, posted about it, it's almost like your skin and how you want to exfoliate your skin, get those dead cells off so you can stimulate that growth.
1: Mm-hmm. And a lot of people forget their scalp, like they focus on hair growth and on their hair growth. They're just thinking, OK, you know, I just have to do this and that to my hair. But It's like, well, yeah, your hair needs to be healthy, but your scalp needs to be healthy, too, because that's where your hair grows from. I feel like it mm-hmm. grows from your scalp. That's where it's at. <laughs> You know, absolutely you want to make sure it's clean, you want to make sure it's free of buildup. Um don't be afraid to scrub it, you know. Um yeah, so you know, taking care of your scalp is super important and just paying attention to how your scalp reacts to certain things too. Um mm. that can cause more buildup um or cause what you think is dangerous, but it's really just a reaction
0: to a Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important, like you said, looking at how not only your scalp but your hair reacts to different products. Yep. Um, because sometimes everyone's like, Okay, this is the one product everyone's talking about. Uh, I'm gonna get this for my curly friend. Yep. But
1: that might not work for their hair. <laughs> sure won't. <laughs> no. Everyone's hair and you can have the same hair type as someone else. And I I've seen this too, because like I'm in some hair Facebook groups. Um mm-hmm. and you know, like someone will post. Um, like a picture of their hair and I'm like oh she has the same you know hair type as me and this is why I say hair type has nothing to do with the product you use I'm like oh, okay she has 3c slash 4a curls like me okay let me see what she's using and I see the product she uses. I'm like oh I tried that that was horrible I dried my hair out like the desert you know so it's like you know everyone is different and it's okay it doesn't mean your hair is broken like that's what I used to think. <laughs> and, uh, yes I, if I use a product that like let's say um like a YouTuber used, right? Her yep, hair looks flawless. And then I tried yep. that product, and my hair then, you know, did not turn out anything at all. And you're so mad, you're so because you spent all that time. You followed the steps. <laughs> What's wrong with my hair? Like, why, why is it not working? Like, mm-hmm. it's just absolutely that product doesn't work, and it's okay. You know, it's okay. It's absolutely. Okay.
0: <laughs> even in like certain twists out. So like Bantu knots, I think they're cute. Ooh, I, I love done. the YouTubers when they take them out. My hair does not respond to Bantu done? knots.
1: See, I have it. <laughs> I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: Bantu knots, I might as well just kind of throw it out because it, it is, it's just puffy. There's no curl. It does not, Bantu knots, I can't do. I can do oh. flat twists. Uh-huh. I can do braids and then
1: I'll have pretty curls. But Bantu knots, no, not it, not it. I've wanted to try them, but like you, I feel like Bantu knots is the main style that a lot of people fail with. I have, I mean, really, I've seen very, very few Bantu knots that came out right, that came, you know what I mean, that came out like how it's supposed to come out. And all the other ones are just like what you said, it comes out where it's like- It's a a certain
0: type of curl for those Bantu knots, but not me.
1: (laughs) I looked at those. And I'm just like, mm, kind of like a perm rod set. Like I've been seeing some videos on that, and I'm like, hmm, I kind of want to try this. But then I'm like, one, I don't want to sleep on all that because you see, that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt, to me like a headache while I sleep. I want to sleep on my chin.
0: I'm like, <laughs> you know, and, and you know, you, we laugh about it. But there is so much work, and then really? to you know, you think it's cute. You go out, and someone's mm-hmm. like, well, what happened to your hair?
1: You know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> It really cool. And that see, that just makes me mad. Like even like right? with my haircut. I, I paid a hundred dollars for this haircut and I like it. You know <laughs> I like it. I love it. Um, I love that I have more volume with it now. Like I went mm-hmm. on Monday and my boss is like, It doesn't look bad, but I can't tell a difference from how it looked before. And I was like, what? <laughs> you the last person to be saying that to me. Like, what really? I said, first of all, My followers noticed, (laughs) because I told them about my little Instagram. (laughs) I said, first of all, they noticed, so that's good enough for me. (laughs) I told them, I said, but really, I said, it's just a shape. I said, it's just it got shaped up. I said, that's not Mm noticed unless you were really all up in my hair when Mm -hmm. you do it yourself. Cut, I did, then you would know where I messed up. She needed to fix it. (laughs) So yeah, a lot of people they don't know what what goes into it, but some it's a lot of it's innocent and um yeah, and and I understand that it's okay, and I like educating people. I'm not one of those people that um you know someone's curious and I'm just like no, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not telling you what I use for my hair, or I'm not gonna explain my hair. People here. can get territorial over the products. <laughs> Why don't you want them to look good too? Like right. Like especially if it's someone who's new on their hair journey, I love mm-hmm. because I didn't have that when I started mine. I did not have all these resources people have now. All these they have the Facebook groups. Like I said, they have so many Facebook groups, the Instagram pages, the YouTube's, um, Reddit. Like Reddit has stuff I don't even know that. I found that by accident. I'm like,
0: <laughs> um, you're gonna
1: have to send me over some of this information. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i mean it's so insane how much is out there now um and so i love that people who are starting their hair journeys truly have the resources they need um to be successful on it Mm, i love that
0: That having what they need to be successful yeah Exactly. and the last thing i wanted to ask you about was i also saw that you had like a self-love component Oh, on your Instagram Instagram page, uh, tell the listeners a little bit
1: about that. Um, Self love is something that I I know many others obviously too. Um, you know I have struggled with a lot. Um, you know with physical appearance, especially when you're on social media or dealing with social media, because it's so easy to get trapped in the I don't look like her my body does like hers, my face, my hair, this person got more likes than me. And that, you know, you get trapped in that. And at the end of the day, you have to realize that, you know, you're all you got, you know, this mm. body, your face, your hair, everything. That's all you have that, you know, that's what you're stuck with. And it's okay to be stuck with it because it makes you unique. And that's something that I wanted to embrace with myself. Um, but be vulnerable about it. To where other people know that I struggle. Because I'm sure some people might look at me and think, oh, you know, I like this or that about her. And I wish I had that. But it's like I have my own struggles, too. Just like the people mm. I see in that way, they have their struggles, too. And I think it's good to tell people that and to not act like everything's okay. You know, like like you're so um, overly confident when, you know, you may not be. And you have those struggles. And it's okay to be open about it and to um, be on that journey to loving yourself. So, yeah. Beautiful. I, I love that. I love how you talked about being vulnerable.
0: Yeah. And that, I think, is crucial. Like you said, you're all you have. Yeah. And you are going through this journey, as long as you're on this earth, you're going through this journey of self-discovery. Yeah, And that might mean that, you know, today you're a natural girl, but you want to go straight. Or it might be you're like a girl who has straight hair and you want to go curly Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And I think that loving yourself and not getting caught up on what you see on social media, like you touched upon and like you don't look like the other person or your curl type might not be like Mm -hmm. the other person. And, you know, it might not your hair might not be long enough or it's too long. Mm -hmm. It's too this, but really on this journey of self love, Mm -hmm. um, can be a really freeing um process so i think that's just a lovely place
1: to end on yeah definitely because it's all yeah like you said it'll just all has to do with self-love loving yourself um in entirety loving
0: yourself in entirety Mm -hmm. anisa before i go into my last segment anything else you want to share whether about yourself your business um anything
1: else um I'm really bad with self promotion. I swear <laughs> I've always been that way. And in a way, I appreciate that about myself because I'm not trying to sell people things. I just like being authentic. So yeah, I guess you can say that, you know, if you know, you're either um new in the natural hair community or you're an old timer like me. <laughs> um, you know, and you just love to find out new information. Um, you know, definitely check out my page. It's a curls world. Um, and you know, I'm very authentic and I just like to be upfront and real about, you know, the hair challenges I go through the hair successes I go through and hopefully it's something that you all will enjoy. (laughs) I love it. And listeners,
0: um, Anissa's information will be in the bio for this, um, episode. So definitely go over to her Instagram page And if you're struggling or if you've been in this game a long time with your hair, definitely check it out. Give her a like and a share. Um, And as we get into this next segment, which is called What's in Your Cup, I ask my listeners um, and my guests to think of three things that they're adding to their cup to get them through their day or their week. And while you think of your answers, I'll give you my three. So, for my three things, what I need in my cup to get me through. so for listeners uh, we are post-election day at this point oh, at this point we still don't know who the president is so hopefully by the time this airs we know who, who that is so at this point my cup needs self-care mm. self-love and hair risk I think I'm gonna take more risks with my hair mm-hmm. more risk of styling um, I definitely love when I need like a reset. Um, definitely I, I go through like a deep wash and condition of my hair mm-hmm. and I think with all this election stuff I think this weekend I'm going to do like a nice deep wash and condition to really pour into myself and my cup so self love self care and hair risks are in my cup
1: what about you Anissa oh man a not listeners judging me because I didn't get time to think hold on <laughs> Let's see um if I had to go based off of how I feel right now um I'd say I'm still self-care because I think we all need self-care. Self-care I think should always be um you know in your list of things to do for yourself because we always need it. Um so definitely that Taking care of myself um I would say rest sleep no sleep management i need that i need some sleep management because i love that sleep management (laughs) my sleep schedule has been all over the place um and making organization a priority too definitely Mm. because i have a lot on my plate as far as school work social media and um, i just want to work on organizing you know the things i need to do a lot better so, yeah, <laughs> I love it. So organization, <laughs> yes, organization, self-care
0: and sleep management. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <for> mess. <laughs> Anissa, I have loved having you on as a guest, please. I hope this is not the last time you visit Coffee and Combos. And I hope other podcasters, if you're listening, you reach out to Anissa so she can have more experience with
1: podcasts. Yeah, this was so fun, really. And thank you. I mean, you're awesome. Um, this was a Aww. new experience. Um, and I'm definitely going to share this um with people who follow me because you know, people need to know about you because you're great. <laughs> really. Well, thank you so much.
0: And I they need to know listen, you are definitely gonna have a super fan. Like I'm going on deep dive looking at more of your videos. Oh, no. Um <laughs> Listen, I didn't need to ask you about the honey. I saw like you had like honey on there and I'm a honey listen, I'm a tea girl, I like my honey
1: um so <laughs> honey can be on your hair and skin too right. so yeah <laughs> do hair tea rinses and stuff i'm gonna be getting into that so keep a look out Love oh that's it. definitely gonna be when you come back hair tea <laughs> rinses
0: oh
1: there you go <laughs>